So this woman is literally shaking. I mean, you can see like her arms are shaking, her hands are shaking, her knees are shaking, having just been delivered this devastating news by her husband who she trusted. And I just, I just sat there shaking my head. And I'm going to tell you what this is about. But first, welcome to another episode of the Have It All Marriage for the Have It All podcast, where your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. And that's really what we're here to talk about, is how to do it God's way and how to stay out of his way. So back to the story. What it is, is as many of you know, I'm a, I'm a high-ticket coaching junkie, and I've just gotten so much result and so much success and so much fruit in my life from going to high-ticket coaching and high-ticket events. So I went to one, and this was extremely high-ticket. And what I mean by that is the people who were in there, many of them were household names. They were recognizable. And so as, as I'm in there and I've taken my seat and people are filtering in, in walks this power couple. He was an athlete who I know and who I follow. And I was like shocked that he was there. But on his arm was a walking, talking, living Barbie doll. I mean, this woman, I don't, I don't know where, I'll tell you what, man, God spends extra time on some people. He spent a lot of time on her. And, you know, during the course of the event, we all got to speak and listening to her speak. She's intelligent. She's articulate. She's kind. She's compassionate. She's happy. She has a positive attitude. And so this man, he really, when, when God gave him to her and gave her to him, he gave them a gift. And so this event was a very unique event. This was an event called Getting to the Truth. And so they charge you a lot of money to go and you sign a piece of paper that says, if you are put on stage and you are asked a question, you must tell the truth on your honor. And if you don't tell the truth, then don't pay, don't come, don't participate, because this is an idea to tear away what is pretend and to build what is real. Because, you know, so many people, they build marriages on this foundation and this pyramid of lies. They, who they are, who they think, what they feel. And inside as men, what we do is we either, when, when, when she does something that makes us sad or hurt or rejected or fearful, what, she, what we do as men is we either explode or we suppress. And the guy who explodes is the monster. He's the blamer, the shamer, the defender, the deflector. The guy who suppresses is the mama's boy. He's the guy who can't confront. He, he, he can't stand up for himself. He just gives her this, yes, mommy, I'm sorry, I'll do better. And we all have both of us, both of these in us, brother. We've all got monster. We've all got mama's boy. And so why is there monster? Why is there mama's boy? It's because we cannot stand as men and face the truth. And so this particular event was about being a man and being a woman and standing in our truth. So as these, this event progresses, this power couple is called to the stage and they walk up there. And man, I'll tell you what, everyone in the room is thinking these two have a perfect life. He is perfectly built, perfectly fit, good looking, rich, famous, followed by millions of people. What could possibly be wrong with him? Well, you might ask yourself, what was wrong with Tiger Woods? And you look at his, his, his walking, talking Barbie doll, who also was the CEO of her own seven-figure company and had all of those good possibility or personality traits. What could possibly be wrong with her? And they're called up and they're put in these chairs to face each other with their knees only inches apart. And the facilitator looks at this man and he says, what is the biggest lie you are keeping from your wife? Man, you want to talk about being put on the spot. Could you imagine paying a lot of money, 
agreeing and swearing on your honor that you're going to tell the truth, being put on that stage, and then being put inches from your wife and asked to look her in the eye and tell her what is the biggest lie you're keeping from her. And brother, before I go further, what I want to do is I want to give you a homework assignment. I want, I want you to ask yourself three questions. What is the biggest lie you are telling yourself? What is the biggest lie you are telling your wife? And these things are not to be shared. I'm not asking you to go share her, share this with her, because without the tools, without the training, without the brotherhood of support, without the coaching, like if you just go tell her something that's going to blow up her world, like you're going to be on my calendar tomorrow. And I don't want to push you towards that until you're ready for that. But what I want to tell you is that the marriages that we build inside of this real man revolution, one of the primary reasons that they last is they are built on the truth. And so inside of this space, what I want you to do, these three questions, what is the biggest lie you're telling yourself? What is the biggest lie you're telling your wife? And then here's the most important question. Why? Why are you telling yourself that lie? And why are you telling your wife that lie? As you begin to do that work, you're going to get to know yourself on a whole new level. But that being said, brother, let me continue with this story. So he looks her in the eye and you can see all of a sudden he's squirming. This guy who, when he is playing his sport, he is dominating. Like other men who come out to do battle with him in the sporting arena are intimidated and shaking. And now all of a sudden you can see he's intimidating. His voice is shaking. It's like to see such a strong, powerful man just, just melt into a puddle when, when told that he's got to tell the truth to his wife. And he looks her in the eye and he says, I've been masturbating to pornography like every day for years. And this woman, she just completely loses it. She starts shaking. She starts shuddering. Her knees are bouncing up and down. Tears are pouring down because there's cameras, there's big screens. All of this is happening in a way where everybody can see every detail on her face. Her world has just fallen apart. And she says, you know that's cheating, right? And he said, right. And he said, I'm so sorry. And I came to this event because it was the only way that I could find the courage to tell you. And if, you, if you're going to leave me over it, I deserve that. I don't, I, I, I've got no defense. All I know is that I love you and I want to stop. I don't want to do this. And I, and I, dar and I for darn sure dar don't want to do it behind your back. Can you forgive me? And this woman's head was spinning. Her, her whole world was falling apart. This, this perfect man, in her opinion, this guy who had treated her like a queen, this guy who, as far as she knew, had no secrets from her, had literally been with thousands of other women mentally and digitally committing adultery in her mind and in many women's mind. And I'm going to tell you, brother, that like some of the younger generation, maybe they're okay with it because they grew up with it. But I'm going to tell you, the people in the baby boomer generation, the people in much of the Gen X generation, those women see this as cheating and adultery. And I got to tell you that it is. God gave us her for that outlet. And anywhere we get that outlet that does not involve her is sin and adultery. And so many women feel that way, especially Christian women like this Christian woman and this Christian couple. And yet somehow Satan had, 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 had chewed away at this man's morals, chewed away at this man's values, chewed away at this man's willpower, chewed away at this man's defense. And like so many men, he, 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 he got sucked in. And the next thing that you know that's happening is this has become a, an addiction. This has become a habit. And all of a sudden she starts saying, is that why you couldn't perform with me? Now imagine how mortifyingly embarrassing that is 
for a nationally known celebrity sports athlete to be outed in this group of power people that he cannot perform with his wife because he has so desensitized his dopamine receptors that it now takes 17 cheerleaders and, and, and clowns and gymnastic equipment and everything else just to get him interested when he's got this incredible Barbie doll. And, and you know, when he came out with this information, I just looked all the men on their face, their, their jaws dropped, their heads are shaking. They're like, there is no woman in any porn movie that looks better than your wife. You have got the real thing. And yet you're going to go use something pretend? What is wrong with you, man? And they didn't say that, but that's the looks that they had on their faces. And honestly, it's the look that I had on my face. But I know what is wrong with him. What is wrong with him is he cannot live in the truth. What is wrong with him is that maybe her, her perfect little Barbie doll body and her perfect little Barbie doll hair and her perfect little Barbie doll self-determination and self-confidence and, and ability to succeed in life, maybe even for a professional athlete, that was intimidating. Maybe he felt like he wasn't enough for her. Maybe she felt like he wasn't enough for her. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors in that marriage. Maybe she was telling him to king up. Maybe she was telling him to be a king. Maybe she was doing what an incredibly powerful woman like my wife and probably your wife, brother, is doing, which is, is not over there saying, oh, good boy, good boy for all the good things you're doing, but drawing you out and helping you towards a path of sanctification where she sees sin and laziness and apathy inside of your life. And maybe he wasn't man enough to deal with that. Maybe it started eating away at him. Maybe he started sedating with pornography. This is how it starts. And the problem is because he couldn't face the truth. What truth, man? All kinds of truth. The truth of what she is saying is true. And inside of that space, he can either choose to go back to sleep or to rise. She's trying to wake him up. When she tries to wake him up, she got the monster. She got the mama's boy. And when that happened, maybe she said, you know what? There's no, there's no plan tonight that I want to be naked with you. And maybe that drove him down into his basement down to that seedy, that feeling. He knows this is wrong. He knows this is sinful. And yet the pole is there. Satan's right there in his ear. And he gets the satisfaction that he couldn't get with his wife. And you know what that does, brothers? All that does is set up a perpetual cycle. Why should I have to work hard with her when it's easy down here? And now these thoughts in his head. He doesn't want to listen to these thoughts. He doesn't want to examine these thoughts. He doesn't want to challenge these thoughts. What he wants to do is lie about these thoughts and say, well, I'm not going to do it again. Well, she deserved it. Well, I deserved it. Well, make up whatever lie. How about facing the truth of the idea that your queen has been put in your life to role model the Holy Spirit and you have been put in her life to role model Jesus. And inside of that space, when she sees that you are not on the path that leads to Jesus and sanctification, then in her adversarial advocate, Holy Spirit convictor type way, she's going to convict you by losing interest in sex. Now, the man who faces the truth says, I'm going to live by a code where I'm going to be real and I'm going to face the truth. And inside of that space, I'm going to deal with the feelings that I have. And I'm going to look at the results that I have produced in my life today, which is a wife who every, every single man on the planet would aspire to want to get to know and date. And here she is normally willing and wanting of me. And because of my own weakness, because of my own garbage, because of my own being asleep and not willing to rise and ascend and activate as a man and a leader and a king, I don't get that privilege tonight. I don't get to enjoy that bliss tonight. And so maybe I need to look inwardly and maybe I need to find out what is going on with me. You know, psychologically, here's the thing. 
If we just go with the thoughts that pop in our head, we are stupid. I am stupid and you are stupid, brother. The thoughts that pop in your head are stupid. Why? I believe many of them are Satan-inspired. The only way you're able to move forward and do this inside of a space where you can not suffer is to examine and challenge the thoughts that are in your head. But the problem is, is A, most men don't know this, and B, they lack the tools to be able to, to have the, these conversations with themselves, these conversations with God, to sort themselves out so that they can suffer less and they can enjoy more joy and bliss. And inside of that space, their wife will suffer less and she will enjoy more joy and bliss. And he doesn't have to sneak off into the bathroom like a teenager. He's got a willing, wanting wife who is happy to meet his needs. But you know what, man? There's another problem. It's not just challenging the, own, the, the stories in your head. There's also this idea that, that we can fall into depression. You're constantly looking at this. You're constantly seeing how you're wrong, whether she's just telling you and you're lying about it or whether you're actually trying to do something to work on yourself about it. And so what you got to understand is that your body is a chemically driven machine. It is addicted to dopamine. It is addicted to serotonin and oxytocin and vasopressin and testosterone and just a drop of estrogen and this chemical concoction that's going to either make you feel good or make you feel bad. And you know what makes you happy? Not achieving what you want. Go ask Tiger Woods, man. He achieved everything he ever set out to, and he was miserable. Why? Because unless you're on track to achieve something new, you're going to be sad. You're going to be unhappy. The secret to happiness is dopamine, and the secret to dopamine is, 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 is convincing yourself that you're on the right path. Even telling yourself you're on the right path is helpful. But if you actually have a plan, and you actually have a goal, and you're going to be improving something, maybe today you can't undo the harm that you've done from your wife finding out that you've been masturbating to pornography. But what you can do is you can take a step towards stopping masturbating to a pornography. You can say for today that it is non-negotiable. What does that mean? It means there is no reason, there is no possibility. There is if, 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 no, if somebody put a gun to my head, they would pull the trigger before I would go do that again. I'm talking non-negotiable. And maybe that's your plan for today. And so when you do that, if you have a reliable way to track that, you are massively on a path towards being happy, even in a space of facing divorce. You can find happiness. You can find bliss. And you've got to, you need that happiness, brother. You need that bliss to bring back into your marriage and bring that kind of happiness and blissful energy back into these painful interactions. Because if you don't do that, then you're going to bring sad, negative, hurtful, re resenting energy in there, and it's just going to drag her down. And so, my brother, you need a reliable way to set goals and to track them. Now, you want to supercharge this? You want to put it on steroids? You need to share it in a group of other like-minded Christian brothers who love you, who will hold you accountable to these plans that you make on a daily basis so that when you get tempted to fall or to go back to sleep, if you are living by a code, if you are living in the truth, if you are saying that I refuse to lie because lying leads to the life that I don't want and the truth leads to the life that I do, then you can't check that box and you can't mark that as done and you don't feel good, you feel bad. And this is the mechanism that God gave you to stay on a path of sanctification, to stay on a path of happiness. Now look, man, because of this, what we have done is we have searched far and away for the most incredibly awesome and ideal tool you could possibly imagine that will help you to number one, Deal with these stories in your head. Deal with these lies in your head. And you know what, man? 
There is so much in there you don't even know. It's in your subconscious. And when you start digging for it and it starts vomiting up like just a volcano of lies and falsehoods and reasons and excuses, like as you start to deal with those, what you find is you level up as a man. You become more powerful as a man. You become more attractive as a man. You gain the ability to lead. You gain the moral authority to lead. And all of a sudden, you don't have to ask your wife to follow. One day you wake up and she asks you if you can help her because of the progress that you have made. She biblically submits to you and she asks to follow. But that comes from work. It comes from that work of challenging your own thinking, challenging your own stories, not just going with the first stupid thing that pops into your head. Thank you, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. But actually challenging it and figuring out what would God have me do when I'm faced with this dumb thought that just came in my head. And then we build this core of a man. We build your body. We build your balance, which is your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your children, your relationship with others. We build your being, which is your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself. And we build your business and your bank accounts, which is your relationship with money. Now, look, man, I'm not saying that tomorrow, like you hire us and tomorrow all these problems are solved. But what I'm going to tell you is they can get solved way faster than you ever imagined possible. We can literally collapse a year of work on yourself into a few short five, six, seven, eight weeks. By building this core four in your body and your being and your balance and your business, by building this man and by being willing to stay in the truth and challenge the thinking and look at it from different angles and become a man who is led by what he wants, not the need to be right and not look foolish. Think about this power couple. You want to talk about foolish? You want to talk about embarrassing? You want to talk about mortifying? Here's the end to the story. At the end of the event, she publicly forgave him and told him, thank you for being the man. Thank you for being man enough to come out from behind the lies and behind the betrayal and behind the deceit and behind the hurt to get help to recommit to me and re-show and reprove that you still love me and you're willing to fight for this marriage. And I'm in on that kind of man. The man I would have left is the man I would have found out about this behind his back. The man I would have left is the man who would have lied about it when I found out about it or blamed me for it or said it was somehow my fault. The man who was man enough to stand up and tell the truth, come clean, pray to Jesus in front of me, that Jesus sends his Holy Spirit to give him strength and asks every man in this audience to hold him accountable, that he will not fall in the future. And if he feels tempted to fall, he will reach out for help inside of his brotherhood. That is the man for me. Every eye in the place was wet. The men were crying. The women were crying. This power of love, this power of reconciliation, this power of God to, to heal in the truth. You got to be a man to do this, brother. You cannot be a mama's boy. You cannot be a monster. You have got to be a man. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you, brother. I'm going to tell you that don't just go tell your wife all of your secrets without help. Don't do it without training. Don't do it without coaching. Don't do it without a brotherhood because it can go horribly wrong for you because you won't know how to handle it when she falls apart, starts shaking and starts crying and accuses you of being some horrible monster. You need training for that. Nobody ever taught you for that. What did it take to get where you are in your career? You just wing it. That's what we do as husbands. We just wing it. 
Well, if your career were to blow up right now, brother, you've got so much training and so much experience, you could get back on track quickly. But if your marriage were to blow up even more than it's already blowing up right now, it might sink you. It might be the end for your marriage. And God forbid, it might literally be the end for your wife and for your kids because suicide is such a prevalent problem in broken homes and blended families. I don't want that pain for you, brother. There's a right way to live in the truth. There's a wrong way to live in the truth. And if you want to get on this, this, this code, if you want to get on this mission, if you want to get on this program, if you want to get inside a brotherhood who can help you to break free of the lies and break free of the sin and move forward in a marriage that is built on a foundation of truth. And because you have told her the truth and because you have repented properly and because you are building your core for and because you are a stronger man every day. She recommits to you and you as a couple are stronger than most couples out there who are just waiting for the next lie to explode, the next text to be found, the next comment to be said, the next naked girl to be found in the history of your browser. This is what we do, brother. And if you want to get on that track, here's what I have for you. You can DM me directly or you can go to www.realmanrevolution.com, www.realmanrevolution.com, and I'll see you on the other side.